Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. The one and only, Mr. C-Rock. Yo, what's happening, Glenn, Sarah? Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. The opportunity is just couldn't put enough words to it. But, you know, it's just after 6 o'clock Eastern, and I know that we've been going at it for a long time already today. So let's let's get a little fired up a little bit here uh, just to get the, you know, get all the way through the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, you know, today I want to talk to you about what story are you telling yourself? You know, we've, we all tell ourselves a story. And our future, our future is determined by the story we tell ourselves or the stories, the compilation of the stories we tell ourselves. And so I'm really obsessed with this right now. And, and that's why I'm bringing this topic to you today. Uh, you know, I, I talked to my team about this today, but also over the weekend, there's a picture in my profile. Um, it should still be there with me in the red jersey. And I'm standing next to T.O., Terrell Owens. And if you don't know, Terrell Owens played for the 49ers, the Eagles, the stinking Cowboys. I'm an Eagles fan, by the way. <laughs> and uh, I think the Raiders and Buffalo, I, I, among others. So, But he's a Hall of Famer. He's been in Breakfast with Champions before. And I just so happened to be playing in a celebrity basketball game this weekend, my first ever. And T.O. was a late addition. And, you know, imagine, imagine you know, I, I, look, I'm a big fan. And I just heard him in Breakfast with Champions. And, and for this to happen just out of the blue, and my first celebrity basketball game was just, it just blew me away. So I'm like a, I'm a little kid, man. I'm 44 years old, but I'm still a little kid inside. I don't know about you guys, but I still get, I still get giddy about my my heroes, my sports heroes, the, the people that I get to, to run into nowadays as I uh, as I'm on my journey here. And so I was excited. It was hard to sleep the night before, and I get there, and you know I'm in a green room with former NFL players and and globe trotters and some some uh, up and coming hip hop stars and. And just and then T.O. T.O. walks in wearing the same jersey. Not only am I in a place where I get to meet T.O. and hang out a little bit, but I'm on the same darn team as T.O. 
Now, guys, I haven't played basketball. I used to hoop a little bit at the Y, but I haven't played in probably three or four years. Golf is my game now, but I love basketball. I just, I just don't have the opportunity close by. And, you know, I haven't shot the ball in a while. So I was, you know, just think about that, being in that position, knowing you're going to be playing and you're going to be on the same team as T.O. So in the warmups, I'm getting to pass the ball to T.O., right? And I'm wearing number five. And if anybody's a football fan, you know that Jeff Garcia was number five for the 49ers. He threw the ball to T.O. Then Donovan McNabb, the Eagles, were number five. He threw the ball to T.O. in the Super Bowl. And then now it was Rock's turn. And I got to throw the ball to T.O. Obviously a different shape ball. But nonetheless, a, a pass nonetheless. And, you know, it, it was so surreal, guys. I just can't even ex- explain it, you know. And but But this leads me into today's today's topic which is what story are you telling yourself you know the story i was telling myself right at that moment really was you know how do, how did i get here how am i in a place right now with a hall of fame nfl player many others i'm five six and three quarters and i'm on a basketball court but the story i really could have been telling myself was this is a place for me this is the place i belong you know i think we all need to really audit the stories that we're telling ourselves because what happens is you're either building yourself up or tearing yourself down. There's no in between. And this is just one side of it. So I just want to give you the end part of this real quick. We're down. We're hanging the whole game. I got plenty of playing time. I even scored a bucket, got some rebounds, some steals, some assists. was out of breath, but uh, we're hanging close until the fourth quarter. We started to get blown away and TO's shooting threes and we're missing them. And, we're down by 18 points in the fourth quarter. Four minutes to go. T.O. comes over to the bench, right? I'm thinking to myself, I'm on the bench at this point. I'm thinking to myself, these guys get paid, you know, gotten paid millions to play ball. This is a charity celebrity basketball game. There ain't no way that, you know, like, you're down 18, it's, it is what it is, right? Uh-uh. You ever heard this, the, the phrase, how you do one thing is how you do everything? T.O. comes over to the bench. His face is serious as I don't know what. I looked into his eyes, and he said, Fellas, there were some ladies too on the team. So he said, he said, he said, guys, we're winning this game. We're coming back and winning this game. Let's get your heads right. Four minutes to go, down 18. All right, so now I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself before that, there's no way, you know. But as soon as I saw his face and him say that, I, I tapped, I tapped a, uh, a former NFL defensive lineman and said, hey, you see that? We're coming back and winning this thing. So that moment was like, just it blew my mind because then I, I just knew that we were going to win. I knew we were going to come back. I, now, I never seen come back in four minutes, 18 point swing. So Tio goes out and scores 22 points in the fourth quarter. We go up by one with like a minute and nah, 30 seconds left. The other team goes down. They score again. We're down by one. Five seconds to go. We call a timeout. Tio takes the inbound and drives in. Flies by everybody. And by the way, there was some really good players. It's not like T.O. was out there with no other players. There's some players on there that, that, that have played pro ball and also the Harlem Globetrotters. But he drives by everybody and has an open layup, and he missed it. And we lost by one point. But nonetheless, we came back from 18 down with four minutes to go. I witnessed something, which my coach today, Richie Dolan, if you don't know who he is, he, he works with the Lakers and LeBron James, but told me today, dude, you didn't witness – you didn't witness greatness because I told him I witnessed greatness, man, last, you know, Saturday. He said, you didn't witness greatness. You participated in it. You were a part of it. 
And, and, and he said, you got to be careful, careful of the story you're telling yourself. So I've been obsessed with this for a while now. And then Ty Lopez came in the room the other day, if you guys recall, and he told us about a book, The Folly of Fools. So I bought the book. As soon as, as, soon as Ty said that, I was on, I was on uh, Amazon right away. Bang. Get the book. Get to my house. It's about the logic of deceit and, and self-deception in human life. I'm, I'm addicted to this stuff now. Like I, I want to figure out how can I stop telling myself stories of why I fail, why I don't get the results that I want. Because you see, all of us do this. And human beings are the only living organism that justifies why they don't achieve what they set out to achieve. We lie to ourselves first, and then we proceed to lie to other people. Now, you may not say that you're a liar, right? You may not say that, uh, you know, somebody asks you if you did something and you tell the truth and you say you did it. But if you tell a story to justify why you failed, that's really not the real story to yourself or others. You are a liar. And we all need to be conscious of this and stop being liars. Stop lying to ourselves. Stop lying to other people because it's holding us back. So I want you to ask yourself, what is the story that I'm telling myself? If you're not happy with the results that you're getting currently in your life, in your relationships, in your finances, in your health, in your career, what is the story that you're telling yourself? We all have it. You know, and, 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 and the other thing is, is if you're doing quote unquote good, you're doing quote unquote great, or you're doing, you're hitting your goals. Maybe you didn't set your goals high enough, first of all. But if you're hitting your goals, what is the story you're telling yourself for not raising it up and going higher? Or that it was easy to hit your goals and maybe not admitting to yourself that you didn't set high enough targets? What is the story that you're telling yourself? And, you know, we get away with a lot of things when nobody else knows about what we're doing. We get away with a lot of things when we don't know what we're doing or we don't know things. But now everyone in here, I'm going to see how many people are in here right now, just over 100 people. Every single person that hears my voice knows that we lie to ourselves now and it's to justify not hitting our targets. And, I, and if this hits you the wrong way, I apologize. As Grant says, apologize in advance. But I, I don't want to lie to you. And at the end of the day, I'd rather be telling a story of why I won rather than the story of why I lost. And that's what most of us do. And the thing about it is, guys and gals, I'm not into it anymore. And I'm so obsessed with myself to get myself to a point where I'm only telling stories of why I win. And if I don't hit my goals and I don't hit my targets and I don't achieve what I want to set out to achieve, I don't have anything to say except for figure out why I didn't, if there is something that I can correct, if there's something that I could do more of and just go after it. And so I, I wanted to, I wanted to share that with you today. And then I'm going to open this up here uh, for, for takeaways or questions or thoughts, or if you would like to share something that you're telling, you know, a story that you're telling yourself so that everybody hears it, own up to it. You know, that's the first step to getting better is owning up to it, and being honest, you know, and, and I'll leave you with this part before we start the engagement. All of us, this is why it's so important to get a coach. All of us left to our own devices will always default back to our default positioning, which is just to survive or just to get by. And you got to get sick and tired at some point of getting by or just surviving. All right, let's open it up to questions. Flash your mics. 
Uh, we'll get to anybody, any takeaways, questions, or if you're ready to share the story that you're telling yourself. Let's go with Casey. I see Casey first. Hello, hello. So definitely I used to tell myself this story all the time. I used to tell myself that no one will ever take me seriously because who I decide to love. It was then when I started to look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? You are awesome. You are created by God and you will succeed only if you take the first step outside of fear is when I started to see other people love me for me. Thank you for so much for sharing. I mean, for allowing me to share. I'm sorry about that. Thank you, Casey. That's awesome. Exactly. Again, there's two sides of it. It's what story you're telling yourself about yourself and then the stories you're telling yourself for why you didn't achieve something. I love that. Who else would like to go? Um, searching the room. Help me out here. Uh, Marilyn. Yeah, I just wanted to say I loved how you said that um, if we don't have a coach – that will default back. And I just found that out. I just did, did something that kept my mind straight for a week. And it just opened up my mind to this world beyond, you know, how um, you hear that your old, your old ceiling becomes your new floor. And so like, there's been just little things that keep happening where I'll be like, Oh, Oh, that's what that means, you know? And so I loved when you said, if you don't have a coach, you'll default back because I will find myself defaulting back. And it's like, oh no, you know, now that I know a different, a different level, there's no default back. So I loved when you said that. Thank you. I'm done. Love it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. You know, one thing that uh, my coach told me today is we all wish for more, but we welcome very little. <laughs> I just love that. But that was awesome. Uh, Leandra, I saw you flashing. Lily is next and then Patricia. Uh, yeah, thank you for your help. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Hi. Leandra. Thanks, Leandra. This is Lily speaking. I'm in the fourth row. Um, Mike Searock, what you said was amazing. I finished a client call, started listening to you. I couldn't stop tapping the mic. You are phenomenal. I love the brutal honesty. Yes. By the way, let's give it up. Here, if you if you enjoyed what he said, if you knew that was of massive value, please would you would you flash your mics? Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you, I love Thanks. this. Yeah, we're here for community. Mike, you are amazing. Thank you. So yeah, just a quick little bit. I want to reiterate what you said, man. That it is about the brutal honesty. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I don't know about you. If you're in this room, somebody needs to hear this. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your life. I spent so many of your, my adult life, adult years, wasting, wasting my time, wasting my potential. Is it because I love being negative that I'm saying this to you? No. But I love the fact that we can live a life of potential. That's why I'm saying this. That's why with permission, with what C-Rock said, I feel like I, I got to say the same. You know, I worked with the United Nations. I worked in the headquarters of Geneva, Switzerland. I published in top peer-reviewed journals. I worked in Cambodia, did humanitarian work, all that stuff. And I'll tell you, I'll be the first to tell you, I wasted so many years of my life with the lies that I told myself. 
with the lies and the stories that I anchored myself to playing small. You see, when I was little, I was made fun of by a few kids because I went to a really good school, but I got in because of my marks. But they did too, but they were from wealthy families. And my parents were immigrants. I lived in Europe. We immigrated to Canada. And in those couple years, the family was struggling. And I couldn't dress in nice clothing that my friends did. Well, my first year in that school, it did get better, but the first year was hard. And those kids, they made fun of me. You know what? I thought I got over that, but I guess I didn't. Because what happened to me when I was 13 and that first year in middle school being poor compared to my friends and classmates would affect me for years to come. Like I said, in my 20s, I consulted for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I did my master's in the UK. I worked abroad, all that stuff. It was fun. I was ambitious. But I told myself a story that rich people are bad. Sure, I made success, but I told myself a story that rich people are bad. So guess what I did? I made sure I was successful. I had all these great things on my CV, did work with great people, but I made sure I was poor. How many of you can relate to that, that you've ever had a bad thought about wealth? Please let me know so I'm not alone. Yes. Yes, thank you for your raw honesty. I want to wrap up my share, but but here's the thing. That was my story, and that was my lie. I had to get brutally honest with myself. I had to get so honest and humble and innocently brave and say, I don't want that life anymore. Why not be successful and kind-hearted and of service and wealthy? So I had to change that lie. I had to acknowledge it. I had to get brutally honest and then I had to let it go. And I had to choose a different story, a better story. So that's my little share. Please, if you're faced with anything, understand that it's because of the stories that you've told yourself. You want a different life? Choose different stories. This is Lily. Thanks again for having me. Back to you, C-Rock. Wow, love it, love it. No, exactly. You know, our future's created. We're, we're causing and creating our future whether we like it or not. So you might as well create the one you want. I mean, I, that's the way I look at it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fanatic about causing and creating futures for myself. And since most people don't do it for themselves, I'll help them do it. And, and I'll do it the way I think is best for them if they're not going to do it themselves because I don't want to see anybody fail. I, I don't want to see anybody, uh, you know, flounder. So I love that, Lily. Who was next? It's Patrice, then David Hill, then Monica, and then Kate. Was it Patricia? I was flashing. I think that was me, Patricia. Is there a Patrice on here? Yeah, Patricia, David Hill, Monica, and then Kate. Oh, great. Hi, champions. Grand afternoon. And uh, I just want to share. I went from I will for years. I will, I will, I will to I am. I am, I am. And affirmation, I am, Exodus 3.14, that is really profound. And what you put out into the universe is really, really um, a big deal. And you know what? You also have to believe yourself when you say I am. Um, that's why I like to use the word yet, because yet is timeless. It's here. It's then. It's now. So um, I do use that in my affirmations. And I just want to um, say that, you know, I spent years saying I, I, I will do this. I will do that. And when I changed it to I am doing this, I am doing that. Um, it's just really miraculous, the changes. And I just want to share a quote, and here it is. Where <coughs> Oops, sorry, my daughter wants to share too. The price of greatness is responsibility. And that's why I love the 67-day challenge, and I'm all in, and thank you, champions. I'm done speaking. I'm Patricia, and I'm done.
Hey, Patricia, let your dog know not to speak over other people. A <laughs> <laughs> good one. All right, who's next? Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Uh, David, so it was uh, Patricia, David Hill, then Monica, and then Kate. Go ahead, David. Hey, thanks, Dr. Rowe. Appreciate you and C-Rock. Great story, man. I uh, love to share. And yeah, I think the truth can be, <laughs> it's, it can be tough sometimes, but it's, it's critical to, uh, to, you know, to, to, um, to recovering, to getting to the, for, in my case, recovering, because I had this, this childhood that I always carried with me and, and made me, uh, a lot of times without even thinking about it, I, I, I shortchanged myself on what was possible. I used it as a crutch for a lot of years. I used it as an excuse. Well, I'm not here or even looking at my life. You know, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, I, I do, I do pretty good compared to where I came from. Or I do really good compared to where I came from, but you know what? There's so much more. So I think the, the first step, like you said, is honesty. And I'm, I'm lucky that, you know, I, I have a coach. I had, I had a, a couple coaching calls with somebody that really helped me look at my childhood and see a few positive things in my childhood that I'd never seen before. And then, and then also realizing that, you know, what I went through, I went through for a reason. And the reason is because now I, I have perspective and I can help other people that are going through the same thing. And just understanding that helped me to catapult uh, to the next level. And it's, it's just absolutely amazing. So I would encourage everybody here, if you don't have a coach or somebody that can help you self-discover things that you may not even realize about yourself, man, that, that's the gold. So C-Rock, appreciate you, sir. Thank you. And I'm done speaking. I just want to point out something, not to pick anything apart what David said. I just want to point this out to you because this is a common thing we all do. And I don't want anybody pointing anybody else out for this. When you do this and you go home tonight, please don't point your spouse out or even your kids right now or your employees. Don't, please don't do that. Look at yourself first. But just to point out, just so David knows, he said he made a phrase there. He said it's hard or difficult sometimes. But just saying that, sometimes we say it's hard or, man, it's hard to do that or it's been difficult. That right there is a story that we're sharing with ourselves for why we didn't do something differently or why we didn't advance further. Why didn't we accomplish this? Why didn't we accomplish that? It's a, it, because it's hard sometimes or it's difficult. These little phrases matter. Now, I'm only doing this, like I said, please don't follow my lead here and point things out. I'm just showing you what, what to look for in yourself. And then acknowledge, uh, don't acknowledge, just notice it in other people. You'll see how much other people talk themselves out of things, and you'll see why the world has problems. All right, Dr. Rose, who's next? Can, can I ask a question then? Since oh, yeah, that, sure, sure. So it, with regards to what you said, which I, I love a positive mindset, but don't you feel like there's some value? Because life's the real reality is life's tough. Sometimes things happen, and if people don't, expect or, or plan to have to deal with challenges or things are a lot harder. I think sometimes we go into things with the wrong expectations. Yeah, great question. The way I approach this is a proactive approach. It's the rocket fuel law that I always talk about. 
is that to understand that life is not going to go the way you expect it to all the time. There's going to be things that, that take a little bit more energy and effort. There's going to be things that uh, surprise you. But if you know that ahead of time and when it happens, you're, you're able and prepared to handle it. And then after the fact, you don't say it was hard because you were prepared to take it already because you were prepared and, 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 and aware that these things could happen. But it's just, a, it's just a thing in your head that you're telling yourself. And you just got to be conscious of it because after the fact, if you say that, man, that was hard. Or it's hard. You're telling yourself that for a reason. It's just to be aware of it so that you don't limit yourself and you don't hold yourself back in the future. Uh, by the way, I'm no neuroscientist. I just talk about experiences that I've had and successes that I've had with it. Uh, just just full disclaimer. Dr. Hey, C-Rock, I'd love to chime in here. I, I know there's a, a cue, so to speak, but you know, there's a colleague of mine, and we were speaking about this very thing once, and he said his approach is to look at it as an opportunity and just say, what an opportunity. The other thing is whenever we think we're not good at something, instead of saying I'm bad at it, say I'm improving at whatever it is. Right. And lastly, here's a lie that we tell ourselves. And I used to tell myself this lie too. I'll do this when I'll do that when this happens. And this is normally something so difficult, it, it becomes a barrier to that. This is Tyrone. I'm reserving my thoughts for the future. Yes, that's so true. So true. I love that. Thanks for chiming in. Dr. Rowe, uh, I want to, yes. I just want to save one minute at the end uh, for something I want to announce to everyone. Um, something that's coming up, but uh, who else we have? You have Let's two more in the queue. You have until 5.30, right? Yeah, 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 6.30, yeah, 6:30 okay, my so time. we have two more in the queue. Thank you for everyone for respecting that. Monica, you are next, and then after that is Kate. Go ahead, Monica. Well, good afternoon, champions. This is Monica in the turquoise ring. And C-Rock, you are asking us what stories do we tell ourselves, yeah? Exactly. Okay, I have kind of a big one, but it's going to be fast. I realized last year that I carried around with me for my whole life an invisible, deeply hidden belief slash story that it was not okay for me to ask for or to want anything more than what I had. And holy crap, excuse my French, what a lightning bolt revelation that was to me one day when it just surfaced. And from then on, everything changed. And if you read my bio, which I won't tell you about now, you'll see what I mean. But what I realized was my mother inadvertently had steeped me in a marinade of be so grateful. And it's great to be grateful, but as Alpha Six says, and man, this hit home when he said it months ago, don't just be happy to be here. And there's a, there's a point when being grateful crosses over into just happy to be here when it becomes to our detriment. So there's that beautiful combination in that balancing point where we are grateful and we are allowed and required to ask life and God and the universe for, yes, I'm grateful and more, please. So that's my story. This is Monica in the turquoise ring, and I'm out. Thank you, Monica. Thank you. Wonderful share. Uh, one more, and then um, I just need to share one thing more. Thank you. It is Kate. Go ahead, Kate. 
Awesome. Oh my gosh, She-Rock, you're awesome. Great story, great share. You know, we're really good at justifying our excuses. It gets us off the hook and it lets us play small. And I used to feel, I used to tell that story that I'm not ready or I need more experience or I need another book or resource, but we don't need any of that. We just need courage. We need courage to take action and we need to believe in our dreams. And when we have that belief, those actions follow. So really appreciate your share. Great segment today. Thanks for letting me share mine. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Kate. And I apologize, guys, I will be back. I promise I will be back um, if if Glenn and Sarah will have me. I'm willing Heck to make yeah. it. Um, yeah, nice but... for C-Rock. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Woo! I just, I just thank you so much, guys. I just want to add one thing real quick. I know we're on 630, so we have a new tech product coming out called Blueprinted. It's B-L-O-O. It's in my bio, B-L-O-O printed.com. Please go there, enter your information so that you can stay up to date with our launch. It's the first product out of the 10X Incubator with Grant Cardone, Jared Yellen, and myself. Uh, I want to get everybody involved with this. This is going to be a huge industry disruptor, and we're looking for the first 100 architects, which is the creators in the app Blueprinted, which will go in and they, if they've had a success or anything in any area of their life, business, family, it doesn't even matter. If you can blueprint that success, you need to be in this app. And we're looking for the first 100. And if you can imagine the first 100 people in Facebook or the first 100 people in Instagram or the first 100 authors on Audible, just imagine the advantage that they had over everyone else that came in afterwards. So I just want to ask everybody to go to blueprinted.com. Thank you for the time. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.